0: Mike, today we're heading south to New Orleans. Oh, fantastic. I've never been there before, but I know it is jazz and good food and beignets and all that kind of stuff. It sounds like a great time awaits us. Well... Oh, what now? Did the beignets kill people? What's happening? <laughs> today,
1: murderous treats on <laughs> Ungenius. <laughs> Write that down. It's happened. Murder- no, we're talking really? about uh, Six Flags New Orleans, an abandoned theme park that's been empty and decaying since Hurricane Katrina devastated the area in August
0: 2005. This site is now very famous, being subject of numerous exploration videos on YouTube, full-blown documentaries and movies and all that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, there's a really good film by this uh, guy who has a YouTube channel. His name is Jake Williams. The film is called Closed for Storm, and I'll leave a link in the show notes. If you find this episode interesting, go find his documentary because it's fascinating.
0: That means everyone is going to go watch it because everybody that listens to UnGenius finds UnGenius interesting. I hope so. So let's rewind the clock to before Hurricane Katrina. Okay. On May 20th, 2000, the year 2000. (laughs) Yeah, Y2K, baby. Wow, such a long time ago. An amusement park named Jazzland opened. Jazzland. Can I just say, Jazzland is weird, right? It's It's weird when you say it like that. It's even weirder when you say it the way it's written, which is Jazzland because right? it's all word. one word. Yeah. So it's actually Jazzland. So I'm going to call it that out for the rest of the episode. Jazzland opened Jazzland. near the intersection. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're like Batman, right? Yeah, that's good. <laughs> uh, it opened near the in- intersection of Interstate 10 and Interstate 510 in New Orleans. Uh, up to 25,000 people showed up to the grand opening of another 50,000 or so, buying annual passes to the park.
1: The park itself included many themed areas, including... Of course, Mardi Gras, but you also had Cajun country, jazz plaza, two words,
0: not one jazz word. Jazz plaza, right? That's, again, what we're doing here. Like They should have put two Zs in the plaza. Oh, they the should. Oh, plaza. they totally blew it. They blew a lot of things. Here. Yeah, well,
1: <laughs> it doesn't go well for Jazzland. Uh,
0: kids, carnival,
1: so much. Uh, the music in New Orleans was really the overarching theme with live shows taking place almost every night.
0: Rides included Megazeph, a wooden massive roller coaster that was in many ways the highlight of the park. Other rides included a couple of smaller coasters, a log flume, a carousel, and more. We're compressing a lot of history here, but in short, Jazzland was
1: not a success. A majority stake was owned by Greek company, a Greek company named Alpha Smart Parks. One word, smart parks, but with P, capital P in the middle. So there's, a, there's definitely a theme here. Yeah, none of these companies have good names. Uh-huh. Uh, this Greek company, they mostly were experienced in water parks and smaller facilities, and they had a lot of other financial issues, and in two short years, it had filed for bankruptcy.
0: This is where Six Flags comes in. Uh, in case you don't know, Six Flags isn't an a, like, amusement park theme park chain, right? In America, there's a bunch of Six Flags. Yeah. They purchased the park for $22 million and signed a 75, 75 year long lease wow. for the land from the city of New Orleans. I mean, but like, look, if you're Six Flags, right? You're going to be around for a long time. You I know that. So. Like, what else is going to be used? Is this land going to be used for? Like, if you get that land and you have a, a successful theme park on it, you can just stay on it. The deal included a loan from the United States Department of Housing and Urban Development. That's HUD, right? It is. That's for $24.4 million, which had been taken out by the original founders of the park. So the deal included taking on that debt. Uh, Six Flags and the city agreed to jointly pay back the government as part of the deal.
1: After the purchase was complete, Six Flags poured around $20 million into the park, upgrading attractions, adding new rides, including an inverted coaster named Batman The Ride and a looping roller coaster named The Jester. We will talk more about those later. Both were actually transplanted from other parks, but they added some much-needed excitement to the former Jazzland scene.
0: Why not The Joker? I know. If you got the license, why?
1: Batman and Joker. (laughs) Batman and The Jester. It sounds like a knockoff Batman uh, comic. It's like... Uh, you know, I don't, I don't know.
0: Uh... I, I understand that, like, maybe this was a different ride, right? And, like, a different theme. But why not just... Just name you it know, the so Joker. You're, just, you're right there, you know? You're right there. <laughs> anyway, after the park reopened the Six Flags in April of 2003, man, that wasn't a long time, huh? Mm-mm. Plans were made for a water park and another $24 million had been spent on the park. So they spent... 44 million (laughs) Mm -hmm. unbelievable uh those details were set to be announced in the fall of 2004 right for this water park and the the Mm -hmm. additional money but as we'll see mother nature had other plans
1: the last day the park was open was august 21st 2005 eight days before katrina struck new orleans summer break was over kids were back in school and so the busy season was over
0: but as you may know by now, the park would not reopen. And we'll talk about that after the break.
1: This episode of UnGenius is made possible by Squarespace. They're the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. You can stand out with a beautiful website. You can engage with your audience. And you can sell anything. Products, services, and even content. Squarespace has you covered for all of that. Their online store is really cool. You can sell physical and digital products They integrate with a bunch of other services. You can handle your shipping and payment and everything. They have all the tools you need to start selling online. And you can see what's really working for you with their integrated SEO tools. They have these features and useful guides to help maximize prominence among search results for your site and your pages. I love building sites on Squarespace. It's really easy to get something that looks and works really well. And you don't have to worry about what does it look like on an iPad or a phone, because all of their designs are responsive. So your content reflows, uh, the navigation changes for the, the correct size of device, all automatically. Head on over to squarespace.com slash ungenius for a free trial. There's no credit card required. When you're ready to launch, use the offer code ungenius to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain name. Once again, that's squarespace.com slash ungeniest and the code ungeniest to get 10% off your first purchase and to show your support for the show. Our thanks to
0: Squarespace for the support of Ungeniust and Relay FM. You're not going to believe this. I've been doing some additional research during the break. Uh oh. This comes from a Wikipedia article for the Jester roller coaster. Six Flags took over the lease of Jazland in 2002 operating it as Jazlins for the 2002 season before changing the park's name. Before the 2003 season, the park opened a whole new selection of rides, including moving the Joker's Revenge roller coaster from Fiesta Texas in San Antonio to New Orleans and renamed it to The Jester. Oh, come on. Because they had it in the Mardi Gras section of the park, apparently. Mm. The coaster, which still run backwards, was given a new color scheme of green and blue. So it was actually a... Ride-themed for Batman's Joker, (laughs) and they moved it and changed the name. That's a real bummer. Back to more serious stuff. Please. Hurricane Katrina was a massive Category 5 storm. It struck New Orleans on August 29, 2005, killing over 1,800 people and devastating the lives of millions. It is estimated that the storm caused over $125 billion in damage to the area. It's about
1: a six-hour drive from where I live in Memphis to New Orleans, basically due south. This was the very beginning of my second year of college, and I remember this vividly. I mean, we had remnants of the storm, no major damage up here, but the videos and photos from New Orleans and other areas were haunting, and we actually had a good number of students from universities who had been displaced, ended up, up at school where we were. It really was just this massive disaster that even now, you know, what, 17 years later,
0: it's hard to, to wrap your mind around. Yeah, I mean, this was huge. It was big international news, right? It was something that I was familiar with very much here at the time as well. It was
1: terrible. So back to Six Flags. Uh, the park didn't have any visitors when the hurricane made landfall. Everyone was hunkered down, and that ended up being good news. The park is located in a low-lying section of eastern New Orleans and actually has a six-foot berm running around much of the property, effectively turning it into a lake.
0: The park was on the shores of the 630-square-mile Lake Pontchartrain. The lake's location makes it vulnerable to storm surges, So, when huge amounts of water from the Gulf of Mexico is forced inward toward land. This influx of water combined with the torrential rainfall associated with the storm flooded the Six Flags site, the system designed to drain the basin and the park uh, that failed.
1: The salty water sat over the entire park at a depth of between four and seven feet for over a month. Between the corrosive water and the punishing winds of the hurricane, early reports said that some 80% of the park had been damaged beyond repair or just straight up destroyed. The only large attraction deemed worthy of saving was our friend Batman the Ride, as it had been built atop a raised portion of
0: land. On July 1st, 2006, Six Flags announced that the park was an, quote, effective total loss, and that the company had no intent to rebuild on the site. The city was unwilling to let the company out of its 75-year lease, and tried to force Six Flags to rebuild. This meant that Six Flags was obligated to spend at least the value of its insurance payout from its losses on redeveloping the park. Makes sense, right? By September of 2006, so 13 months
1: after the storm, that amount totaled to about $24.4 million, with a lawsuit opening the following year for Six Flags to earn back another $17.5 million in coverage. Meanwhile, The company is continuing to extract itself from New Orleans, trying to distance themselves from this deal. The park had not been a profit center for Six Flags. Remember, they bought it because Jazzland failed to make any money, and Six Flags New Orleans really hadn't made any money.
0: It was only a few years, though, right? Like, so, I mean, it couldn't have, really.
1: Yeah, I mean, they they had spent a lot of money, and then this happened just a couple of years later, Mm -hmm. but... Overall, Six Flags was struggling elsewhere as well. In fact, by this time, they had also closed a few other parks as a way to firm up its business.
0: At the end of 2006, crews and equipment arrived at the Jeslin site. Uh, Instead of demolishing damaged buildings and rides to make room for new development, the Batman ride was taken apart and it was moved to Six Flags Fiesta, Texas in San Antonio, which funnily, is where they took the Joker ride from. Mm -hmm. Uh, It would be reopened on April 18th, 2008 using Goliath as a new name. I could see wanting to rebrand it so people don't think it's the one that was
1: underwater for,
0: for a month. Yeah, it's for the best.
1: By this time, the flooding was gone But the structures left behind were already starting to decay rapidly. In 2009, the company made a statement that it was still in court with its insurance companies, but that it, quote, remained committed to working with the city in support of recovery
0: efforts. That ended up being untrue. Uh, Six Flags continued to sit on its hands and let the park continue to crumble, both from storm damage and at the hands of vandals, who found countless ways to break in. In late 2009, the city of New Orleans took ownership of the site after Six Flags filed for bankruptcy protection after its stock fell below the minimum value to remain on the New York Stock Exchange.
1: I'm not a business major, but that seems bad when
0: you're seems kicked like off a, a stock exchange. It seems like a rough one. like it's a, it's a rough Wednesday, you know?
1: today the industrial development board of new orleans owns the property and oversees possible reuses of it an option to clear the land was explored in 2019 following complaints from residents which of course had lasted years but it was estimated to cost the city 1.3 million dollars to do so
0: there have been several plans to develop the site which is now sometimes used as a filming location for tv shows and movies this includes jurassic world Deepwater horizon dawn of the planet of the apes and more Ideas and concepts have included the construction of a Nickelodeon branded theme park, that'd be pretty cool, an outdoor mall, always, a large park for RVs and campers, and more. Really like stretching the gamut there. It's like anybody who has an idea can submit that idea, but nothing's being done.
1: Ultimately, the city took bids from eight different groups to redevelop the site. One group submitted plans to rebuild a theme park on the site. And name it Jazzland. <laughs> don't do that one <laughs> <laughs> that i did not take off but just last year news broke that a new group
0: was working on plans for a development named bayou phoenix plans were met with opposition by some in the community and it seems that the group's plans for the site have changed more than once uh, we couldn't find much evidence of any work being started
1: probably shouldn't come as a surprise given the site's history Hopefully, its future, though, will be brighter at some point. You mean, it can't really get much worse, Stephen. Our thanks to Caleb for sending this topic suggestion in. If you want to read more about Six Flags New Orleans or uh, about the storm that wiped it off the map, there are a bunch of links in the show notes at relay.fm slash ungenius slash 151. There you can send us an email with your own favorite topic on Wikipedia and uh, may end up on the list for future episodes. You can also do that on Twitter. The show is at Ungeniused. You can find Mike there as I-M-Y-K-E, and you can follow me on Twitter as I-S-M-H. Until next time we visit New Orleans, Mike, say goodbye. Cheerio. Bye, y'all.